Hello, I'm Leanne. I'm a light worker and mother to three special girls. I strive to continue learning, growing, and to collect new skills. I'm a psychic medium, Reiki master teacher, and an Akashic Records reader and healer. I am so excited to share what I've learned, what I'm going to learn, and the ups and downs of life. Thank you for joining me on my journey. Welcome to the Life of a Lightworker podcast. In this episode, I am doing a live Akashic Record reading and healing. I recorded this and... The only editing I did was to take away the gaps where I was doing the healing because I wasn't talking and there was no sound. I hope you enjoy. If you have any questions, please visit my website, www.spruceenergyhealing.com. You can message me through there as well. Or you can also uh, visit my Instagram page. I'm at spruceenergyhealing. Thank you. Hope you enjoy. Uh, what, is there anything specific you want to start with, or do you do want to start with just, um, what you want to see right now? I think I liked the idea of kind of what do I need to hear, to see, yep. to right now. Yep. Yep. Idea. All right. Sounds good. So I'll just take a second. I'll go in and then I'll start talking. Okay. Okay. So a green book came down and then I'm going to go into that life. I see a lot of like, there's a lot of gray. It feels like there's a lot of rock, like a cave, or it could be a castle, a stone building. It's like gray stone. You're a woman in this life. You're fairly young. I want to say like late teens, early 20s, that kind of age. It feels like you're a servant in this place. Yeah, it feels like if it's not a castle it's like a really large house that would have like servants and people that are doing all the maintenance of the house yeah i see you scrubbing the floors and you're washing everything yeah and this is something you're born into like your mother did the same thing so you're just continually you're just doing what was always been done okay so how does that relate to your life now i feel like it's following the same patterns. It's, it's partially doing what's expected of you, but also doing what you know, what you've done, and what you've seen other people do. It's almost like not wanting to step out and do something that's completely different, the unknown, the unpredictable. But there's, I'm going to say, there's the wanting, there's the dreaming, but the actual doing is the problem. It's that, that's, it's the, the fear of stepping out because in that life you could not if you stepped out you'd be punished you could be hurt so that kind of fear that pull that tug to keep you back is help is stopping you from truly doing what you want to do and having that fear and that voice in your head okay so i'm going to take a second i'm going to do some healing on that life in that life the parts that are connected to your life now is your heart and your root. The heart is the dreaming. It's the wanting. It's the, the desire and the yearning for something else, but feeling like you're, you're stopped and you're being held back. And the root has to do with safety and security. Okay, so I'm cutting the ties to that life, cutting the cords. But I'm also inviting that life to watch you 
and enjoy your free, your your ability to be free. So you have that opportunity and she is going to watch you and experience through you. Okay, so I'll go back to your room and let me see if there's, I'll just do a, a scan on you now and see if there's any lives that are stuck to you that we can address. The, there's the chakra that's coming out the most is the heart chakra. Yeah, the, the life that comes first is a life where you're little. You see, are you like I, I feel like like a five or six year old. Boy or girl. Um, it feels like it's a little boy. And it feels like it's like a little newsboy, like that kind of like I see a little newspaper, you know, those um those little hats with the little brim and like suspenders. Like I feel that's the the time frame that's in and I feel like okay so there was like a big like a pandemic there was a disease that was spreading and your parents were killed by this disease and you were an orphan like I see you standing outside of a brick building and you're you're trying to sell things you're trying to make money because you don't have anyone looking after you I don't feel like there was an orphanage or a place to sleep. You were basically on your own. Like you relied on some of the other kids as well, but you were pretty much on your own. And that yearning for connection and family is that's the part that's connected. Okay. So I, I'm just sit, sitting back and watching this. I was trying to do a little bit healing, but then I saw your soul come in and grab his hand and you're crouching down and you're saying to the him, I'll take care of you. And he gets a little excited. He's not as sad anymore. He's just like so excited to have to have somebody take off the burden, take off all the weight. And it feels like you guys are walking together down the street. Oh, and you're walking him up to heaven. You're you're helping him find peace and safety in a place that he'll be taken care of. So then when you when you're up in the the heaven the place of light I see you guys blending together and becoming one again and then I see you coming back and then I feel kind of close to your heart it kind of feels closer to your lungs like a little bit lower than your heart but over to the right kind of like lung and liver area that's where I'm kind of feeling something right now I'm just asking what is there? What, what is this energy I'm feeling? I keep hearing the word stand. It feels like it's connected all the way to your root in that one spot. Okay, just I'll just do a little bit of energy healing for a second. Okay, so the big line, I can see where that comes from. In a past life, you were injured. You were, it doesn't feel like a battle, but it feels like a fight. Is it a fight? Because um, I can see you being cut from like your rib area down the side to like your, almost your hip. And it, and it feels like it's an animal claw, but it's, I think it's like that was the knife. Like it was like an animal claw that was attached to a stick or something. And that was the knife that cut you. 
That's what I was getting. Because it felt like it was a human, but I kept seeing this like animal claw. So I think that's what it was. This feels like a really, really long time ago. It's more tribal caveman type um, age where they were trying, the fight was pretty much over food and territory and it was more animalistic type fight. But you were injured and you didn't survive that attack. And it was, you were trying to keep your space, your area, your land, your family safe. You're protecting them. And you gave your life for them. And how it connects to your life now. It's it's your instinct to put everyone else first, to protect, to take care of, to put everyone else's needs above your own. Okay, I'm just healing that life at the moment. Okay, I'll go more to the root. And this from the root is coming more from the left side, coming along the hip. There's something over there. Um, oh, this is... I've never seen this before. It's from a past life. You were wearing like those really big, like cage skirts that sat on the hip and that dug into your hip and was causing sores. And you had wounds there. And it has to do with conformity. It has to do with not being your not being able to be different, not being able to stand out, not being able to do what you want to do. It's having to do what society and your parents and everyone tells you to do. And you feel caged. It's like, it's a trap. It's, you're in a jail, this that walks around with you and just is reminding you constantly of what you're supposed to be and what you're allowed to be and the pain that it physically causes you. And the reason behind that is very similar to your heart where from the past life we went to where being able to be exactly who you want, want to be and not what everyone else expects you to be. Okay, I'm, I'm cutting the cage off of her. I'm healing her wounds. Was there anything else you wanted to, did those bring up any things that you want to look up further or are there different things you want to look up? Um, I think it like tapped on a few things for sure. Um, I was kind of wondering about like life's purpose possibly. Right. Okay. I'll go right into that. Okay. So I'll go into your room and I'll, I'm going to look at the life path first. Okay. So your life, the path is like a cylinder. It's a cone and it's kind of like a tornado, but it's an upside down tornado. It's kind of like a Christmas tree it gets smaller and smaller and spins and gets closer and closer and closer to the top. So it feels like the path that maybe you want or is ideal is right in the middle and you're circling it and you're getting closer and closer and closer and closer to meeting it in the middle. Okay. And I, I kind of asked where you are in this path. So, so we have the, let's say if it's this big, you're like right about here. 
And part of the free will is that you have the choice to make it go as quickly as slowly as you choose. So don't let where you are deter or decide how you're going to do things. It's because you can accelerate really fast or you can go super slow. So the choices that you make and the decisions that you make will affect all of that. I'll go into your life purpose. Okay, so I I just got the image of a field of flowers. It feels like making the world beautiful. Like making, let me see. I'm just going to look a little further. One second. Okay, so it's it feels like it's not, it's not just making the world beautiful, but it's making people beautiful. Um, not on the outside, but on the inside. It's kind of like a flower and it's blooming. Yeah, okay, so... I see you in a field and there's all these flowers which represent people and animals, all beings, and you're touching the flowers and as you're touching them, they're blooming. And then you're just going around and touching all the flowers. Yeah, you're just, you're turning them on. You're accelerating them. You're making, you're, you're making, you're helping them be who they are supposed to be. It feels like you have an easier time seeing seeing other people's paths seeing other people's skills what they're really good at and fostering that opposed to focusing on yourself almost knowing instinctually how to make that a bigger part of their life how to make that grow stronger and bigger that's an innate part of your gifts and what you're supposed to be doing do you have any questions um yeah like I one of them I guess was um a few of them have been hit on but um I find uh in romantic relationships particularly there's like an aspect of the mother that always kind of interferes somewhat and it's a bit of a pattern and I'm curious about why that's a pattern (laughs) okay okay it has more to do with putting other people before yourself and and wanting more for the best you want more for them than you want yourself so you want the best for them and you'll put yourself on a much lower level in order for them to get what they need which is very much a mothering kind of quality um and it's yeah it seems to be that it's see how many lives have you done this so you've done this for many lives but it hasn't been a negative effect for all of them like I can see some of them where putting other people first is what everyone does so everyone puts everybody else first so it all equals out and it all is harmonious but then there's other lives where like I see you just being ragged and torn and worn down because of it let me see what lesson needs to be learned from this okay it's pretty much there's it's happened with many lives because you haven't learned the lesson of it and each and they keep doing your soul keeps choosing to do it to different ways in order to see if the new way will be the correct way for you to learn the lesson so it's it's pretty the lesson is to put yourself first it's to take care of yourself 
and it's to put yourself on the high pedestal above everyone else. And it's not being selfish. It's not being self-centered. It's it's taking care of yourself so that you can help other people. Because if you're putting other people above yourself and your cares down, you can't help people. You need to be able to be high enough so that you can affect other people for the positive. And you're going to keep doing this lesson over and over and over again until you learn that. Until you figure out how to do that authentically and from your heart and not just force it and just feel like you're doing it, but you're not actually doing it because it's not what you truly want. Let me see. How can you? So I'm just asking, how can you work through this so that that is so you can work through this in this life? Spending more time by yourself. It's learning, like take things down right to the base levels, learning what you like, learning what fills you up without the influence of other people around you. So it's because I feel like you take a lot from other people around you, you sample from them and you kind of, you take little bits that you need and you give little bits that they need. So it's very... Like it's a, it's a, the relationships you have are very meshed together, but when you are by yourself, you, you can't grab from anyone else. You can only grab from yourself. So learning what little things that you can do to grow and fill in all the gaps within yourself. Let me see what kind of things can you do in order to help fill up those gaps? I see, oh, I saw the image of you running. So. It feels like it's yeah, being outdoors, being in nature, being being physically active outside. Like I specifically see you on a trail in the tr in the woods type thing when you're when you're running. And I see lots of, and I just got the image of you eating berries. So it feels like foraging and just eating off the land. That that fills you up. That. I, oh, and yes, and like when you forage for food, when you grow for food, grow, grow your own food, that helps, that feeds your soul. Knowing that you did it yourself, it feeds your soul. Let me see what else. We already know that being artistic is very helpful for you, letting your creativity flow and not having any expectations when you are being creative, not having an end result and just putting your paint on paper and seeing what comes. And I see a big connection with animals is very helpful as well. You know, I just got the image of a horse. So either, let me see. I feel, I feel like that's a spirit animal. You have a spirit animal of being a horse. And I see you climbing on the back and galloping around. So it makes you feel free. I feel like it's connected to freedom. Do you have any questions on that or any further questions? Uh, well, the animal thing was interesting because one of my questions was um, if there was, you know, my little dog bear from when I was a kid, I was curious if there's some like, if he's like part of something because I've, he's came and like protected me before in like dreams and things. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious about him. When you said that, I got a shiver all over. So yes, that's a definite yes. Um, he's a protector for you. His soul is watching out for you. 
Um, let me see. Yeah, I feel like he comes and goes, but when you need him, he co always comes. He's very loyal. Yeah, and he and he when I when I'm looking at him, he seems very loving, but then also like I kind of looked at him, he kind of gave me a snarl. He's like, "Are you being nice?" Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's very protective. Yeah, so definitely. He definitely does that for you. Is there like a way to like call on him or do I just do that naturally that I don't even know I'm doing it? <laughs> just do it naturally. Okay. <laughs> he hears you when you need him. You can call on him. You can be like, Bear, can you come? I need you. Or, But when, when push comes to shove, shove, when push comes to shove, when your soul needs him, it calls without you even knowing. Right. You can definitely just think about him or say in your head or out loud that you want him close and he'll come. Um, and then is there anything on like, say my dad's side or my mom's side that needs dealing with like family? Okay. I know we dealt with a lot from your um, your mother's side and a little bit of your father's side yesterday with your sister. So that took care of a lot of the stuff on you. Uh, a lot of the generational things. Let me just look a little further. Yeah, I feel like on your dad's side, there's like a lot of codependency. And I'm just going to each person down the line and saying you are strong. You can stand on your own. You can have your own thoughts and feelings. Okay, so I'm just sending light down and it's rippling out and that, that took care, yeah. So there's, there's really not much generational that's, that's loud at the moment. It doesn't mean that more can come up as you work through things, as you go through the layers, but at the moment that feels really good like the energy is flowing quite well and there's something with your knees let me just see okay so in a past life you were hit in the knees with like a stick or a oh like a like a pipe or a stick or a long um um weapon that was very long straight weapon and you were hit in the knees it was for Okay, so you were standing up and they hit your knees and get to get you to bow down in order to like submit. And that's another reason, one of the things that's holding you back. You've all these lives where when you spoke up, when you were being yourself, you were prosecuted, you were injured, or you were killed because of it. I'm just going to release that. Okay. All right. Okay, uh, what else would you like to work on? Is there anything specific or would you like me just to go through? Just one more quick mm -hmm. one, I guess. Um, like a f crazy fear of writing. Like I writing anything down, making anything permanent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so I got the image of you chiseling on stone, um, like stone tablets or is it stone walls? I feel like it's a little bit of both. Like you did both in that life. And it feels like an Egyptian type 
life. Yeah. And then I see you being dragged away and your, your writing being chiseled off the wall. So they erased what you wrote and they dragged you away. And it was basically, they made everything that you did disappear. So all the words you said, they disappeared. They made you disappear. They made it almost like your life didn't exist. I feel like you weren't just like a worker. You weren't actually doing it your, yourself. You were like, you were what was pe- people were writing about. Like you were, okay. You were a person trying to bring about change and they, people, you and other people were writing and chiseling about what you were doing and the higher ups, the other people, the people in charge did not like this and they were trying to erase everything about it and erase you and everybody that was trying to follow what you were doing. So that's, there's another deep-seated thing because it's not just about you and your life. It affected other people and it really, a lot of other people got hurt and got killed because of you. And that made you not want to stand out. That made it even worse. It wasn't just your life. It was affecting all these other people's lives. And it really, it put a big strain on your soul. And every time that you spoke up after that, it was almost like you made sure it was just you. You tried not to affect other people, so you're more solitary. You didn't, you put, you put a big damper on your soul and your ability to affect other people because originally, before that, you shone so brightly and you inspired so many people and you were, you were about to bring about so much change and it was just all squashed and that put, that really, that really hurt your soul. Okay, so I'm going to do healing on that life, but I'm also going to bring a part of that soul that was very outspoken and very strong and very passionate and bring that into your life because I think you need that right now. Okay, so I'm bringing you and your past life together. And then I see both of you putting, oh no, you're putting your arms like this onto each other. And then I can see it's coming from your hearts. So you're you're hugging, you're getting closer and closer and your hearts are glowing and they're getting bigger and bigger. And then as the glow touches, you're melding together and it gets closer and closer. And the orbs that are around you that are your heart chakras are expanding and encompassing both of you. And the orbs are going up and they're melding into one. And then I see the orb come back into your hearts. And when that happens, the other, the old you, the old life has become you and you're all together as one and they're living inside your heart chakra. But then I see it radiating out and it's radiating into all of your body. So they are everywhere within you, but I feel that they are, they're setting up shop in your heart. They want to be, they're going to help you the most with your heart. You can call upon their strength whenever you need it. And we're going to remind that life and this life that being strong and speaking up and being a strong voice is not going to hurt and it's not going to kill the people around you. Everyone that hears it, 
nothing bad is going to happen to them. So just keep reminding that life that you are free to speak up. Nothing can hold you back now. Okay, so I'm just swirling the energy around you. I'm bringing in the energy from the earth and I'm pulling it into you. Okay, and I'm just going to ask one final, is there any life that they want to show you right now? Or any wisdom they want to impart on you? And I, I heard, take big steps. Just leap. Like even if you don't see where you're about to step, just take a giant step anyways, and you will, your feet will meet the ground. You will not be allowed to fall. Take the step. Don't take the little steps where you're unsure. Just take a giant leap and you will be caught. And then the life that they're showing me, I see you be, I see you're, you're flying. It feels like you're a bird. You're, you're very free and you're flying around. I see you going around the mountains. It feels like you're a hawk or an eagle, something along those lines. Like you have no fear. You're at the top of the food chain. You have no fear of being injured or eaten. You are just living free. And I'm just going to bring that life into your life as well. Where you feel free. Do you have any questions or something you would like to look up for as one last thing? Um, I don't know if you can do a dream, but that try that like either a dream or that like weird back scar I have that I don't really know where it came from. A back scar. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> right. Is it on your right? Uh, I'd have to like, it's been a while. It's kind of central-ish but let me feel it uh it's stronger on the right yeah but it's like kind of starts like mid back mid spine I was, I was just gonna say like it feels like I got something right here yeah yeah 100% all right um yeah it feels like what I'm seeing is like I'm getting like something like almost like carving into you um let's see like, and I feel that it was very painful, but I don't, you don't seem scared. That's why it's a little confusing for me because I'm like, why wouldn't you be scared? So it doesn't feel like it's an attack. It feels like it was almost like a rite or a passage. It felt like it was something that needed to get done in order to have your place in society or your place in the world. Um, it feels like you were a man, a boy, a teenager when this was happening. Okay, so, okay, so it feels like it was kind of like more of a tribal kind of time and you had to hunt something in order to get to be a man, pretty much. And during this hunt, you were injured by the animal. It feels like it was like a boar or something like that. Like I feel, see like a tusk or like a, a horn, um, it could be something else, but I just see that horn type thing. Um, and it gouged you and it didn't kill you. You fought it off, you, you killed it, you won, but you had this big scar, but it was, a, it was a joyous battle scar. It was something to be celebrated. It wasn't something 
that was it wasn't a punishment it wasn't somebody fighting you it was an exciting thing to happen um and ask how it affects you in this life it's 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 basically a symbol of your strength you can you can overcome this you can live through a lot of pain and suffering and you survive it's survival scar it's a reminder that you're strong interesting that's why it's with you it's to remind you in this life that you're strong yeah it's it's um it's kind of like a crown you wear it with you wear it with pride your soul is very um proud of this scar that's really funny because i if i think back to when it was the strongest and most i guess obvious and Mm -hmm. and red and you know terrible looking was junior high and I remember for a a presentation thing we had or a grade nine grad or something choosing a backless dress Mm. and it was like I think back now and I'm like why would you pick a backless dress when you were going up on stage in front of everyone and you have this massive red terrible looking scar on your back Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's hilarious yeah, you're sure you're like your soul's like, yeah, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's I love awesome. that. That's so funny. That's so cool. That's exciting. So thank you so much for letting me do this reading for you. It was so wonderful. Um, if you need if you need anything, you just let me know, okay? Perfect. Thanks, Anne. After the recording ended, we talked about how it resonated with her, and that's probably one of my favorite parts of the reading, but it can be a little personal, so I chose not to include it into this podcast. This was a 45-minute reading with me, so it's a rough idea of what kind of information could come up and how many lives and how much healing can be done within that time frame. If you would like to find more information about Akashic Records, if you want to ask me some questions, or if you want to book a reading, please visit my website. It's www.spruceenergyhealing.com. And you can also contact me through Instagram. And my Instagram handle is spruceenergyhealing. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.